Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired, fired, and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Career Woman's Secret Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn, CEO and founder of Dr. Dawn Shop Talk, and I am so glad that you're here to join us for episode 36. If we're not careful, ladies, we know. (laughs) Before you know it, you're asking yourself that question, where did all the time go? Well, that is what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to share with you kind of a new mindset I want you to be thinking about when it comes to your time. And then on top of that, we're not only going to talk about how valuable time is, but more importantly, I not only want to help you answer the question, where does all my time go? I want to help you figure out what we're going to do about it. So again, I'm so glad you're here. Now, if you're new here, I first want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm so glad you found us. Now, if you are new here, I want to make sure you get plugged in right away. Head over to our website at drdawnshoptalk.com. I've got tons of free goodies for you right there on the website that you can download. All right, you guys, so let's take a deeper dive. Let's really look at not only where's our time going, but how are we using our time? And are we really understanding the value? Are we seeing it truly as an investment? Or are we just kind of spending it and it's just frittering away? And like I said before, also more importantly, what can we do to change it so that not only do we know where the time goes, but we know that we're spending it wisely and that we really are making an investment in that time and ultimately an investment in ourselves. So let's start talking a little bit more about that. All right, now, speaking of time, let's go ahead and break it down. First, we all have the same 24 hours a day. And when you break it down into seconds and minutes, it's really astonishing how time slips through our fingers. That's what we're covering today, and that's what I want to help you with today. Time really is the most precious commodity we possess. Think about it. It's the one resource that's definitely finite and definitely irreplaceable. We'll get into more details about that in a minute. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Talking about time again. But no matter how wealthy you become, you cannot purchase more of it. And once it's gone, it's gone forever. And doesn't it seem like we all know that? And yet, why does it seem like we just don't take it as seriously as we should. We really do let time fritter away and we waste it in so many different ways that are unnecessary. This is just another reason among so many that it's critical that you make use of every single second. 
So let's start by talking about the actual currency of time. Again, that motto that time is money. Benjamin Franklin actually was the first to say that. So we've been talking about time for a very long, long time. Again, pun intended. I want you to think of time as money in this visual way. Picture your day as a treasure chest filled with hours, minutes, and seconds. The total wealth of this treasure chest is constant. In other words, it does not matter if you're a billionaire or a millionaire, or if you're just starting out in your career, you're going to get the same amount of time. Every single day, we know we've got 24 hours. That actually equals 1,440 minutes, which then equals a whopping 86,400 seconds. Can you believe that? That's a pretty amazing treasure chest of time that we have at our disposal each and every day. So why does it seem like some people get so much done with their day and others don't? Now, throughout the episode, I'm going to be referencing some other videos that I have that I think can really help you. I do have a video about how millionaires and billionaires spend their time differently. I think you're going to be really amazed on some of those results. And in fact, I referenced that video in last week's episode as well. So I'll be sure to include that in the show notes and also here on the YouTube channel. I've got actually several videos about how to make sure you're not wasting time, on how to make sure you're never late again. That's another one. And again, you guys, I'll make sure I always include that in the show notes for you, both on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. So be sure to check those out. Now, here's the irony in the quest for success and happiness. Oftentimes, people are going to measure that in terms of money and possessions. So when I talk about millionaires and billionaires, you know, you think probably money, right? Because we're referencing how much money they make, but they typically are the best examples of really understanding that their time is valuable and that the amount of time they spend on one thing means they can't spend it on something else. So then going back to that Ben Franklin quote, time is money. Again, you can see how important that really is and how truthful it actually is. All right, number one, time is irreplaceable. You heard me talk about that earlier. So unlike money or any material possession you have, you just can't replenish it. You're never gonna get it back. You can never buy one more second hour or a day. It's done it's over, gone forever. Okay. Number two, time is fair. Again, back to that analogy about millionaires and billionaires. It doesn't matter. On your deathbed, the richest person in the world is not going to be able to buy any more time. Everyone gets the same amount every day. And unlike the other animals in the animal kingdom, we're the only species high enough on that food chain to understand that one day we won't be here. Now, I hate to put a damper on things, okay? I I really do. But I'm keeping it real on this podcast. And I want you to understand that every second really is a gift. We never know how much time we've got. Even if you're the healthiest person, I mean, putting money aside for a minute, you could be the healthiest person in the world. And it doesn't mean something couldn't happen. Again, I'm going to stop being morbid. (laughs) 
But we all know, right? Deep down inside, we all know we could get hit by a truck tomorrow. And yet many really act like time is always available. So really think about how you're spending it, who you're surrounding yourself with, what you're doing with that time, the people you allow in your life because they affect your time and how your time is spent. Okay, so going back to number two here on, you know, these reasons why time is so valuable. Again, time is very fair. All right, number three, time defines your legacy. In other words, your life really isn't measured by your bank account. I know some days it may feel like it is because money does purchase things that time sometimes can't. In other words, money might be able to purchase conveniences, help with the house, help with a loved one, right? That saves you on time. So yes, money and time can be linked. But again, since we can't purchase more of it, it's very unique. So in terms of your legacy, your legacy is not going to be measured by how many dollar signs are in that checkbook. It's really going to be measured by the impact that you've made, the relationships that you've nurtured, and the memories you've created. That is how time, again, is so valuable. When you think about memories, right, when you create those memories, that's something that you have forever. You can't purchase more memories. You're going to have to spend the time to make new ones. Here's a fourth reason why time is so valuable. Time really shapes your priorities. So in other words, understanding the value of time can really help you prioritize what really matters to you. So for example, if you really say that your family and friends and loved ones really are so important, that whole philosophy about family comes first, but then you're such a workaholic and you guys, I had to fight against that. I love what I get to do so much that I definitely can become a workaholic. Before I started my own company, when I was working for other folks, I was the same way because I loved what I did. So I had to really be careful with this one. So my point is that if you say family is first and your loved ones are that important, but you're spending more and more time at the office or constantly on your phone or on your computer when your family just wants you to watch the movie with them and your eyes are distracted because that text just came in, that email ping just went off, right? So start thinking about that. We're going to look at some ways that you can really treasure your time more so you don't feel like it's slipping through your fingers. So now that we understand how truly precious it is, what can we actually do about it? Let's start talking about that next. We're going to have to start by figuring out where your time is actually going. So I'm going to give you five tips. These are strategies that you can put in place starting right now so that you can get a handle on your time, figure out where it's going, and then even more importantly, you're going to start figuring out how you want to spend it. And not just spend it, but invest it. All right, let's start with tip number one. The very first thing you want to do is conduct a time audit. Have you heard of these before? You actually create a time log for yourself. The time management experts out there, many of them have these available for you. You can just Google them or create your own. I just created my own. I know a lot of people use Excel. I love Excel, but I absolutely am more familiar with Word in terms of creating a fun document. I also love Canva. So whatever you choose to use. 
Create a time log for yourself. On one side of the page, create a 24-hour block because you also want to include sleep, how much sleep you're getting. Okay, now you can shorten that if there's not enough room on what you create, but on one side, you want to have the number of hours in the day, and then across the top, you're going to want to have different activities, and you can break that up into different groups. Now, once you've created your log, you're going to make sure that you are jotting down every task every activity from personal leisure time to work time to sleep time exercise all those kinds of things okay so let's get to that next all right so tip number two is going to be to categorize your activities i kind of made reference to that just a minute ago that once you identify what those activities are Okay, then you're going to want to put those in categories. So you've got your time log all created. Now you're ready to go. And you're going to want to log this time, by the way, for maybe a week or two. If you can go longer than that, even better. But on your categories, just make it make sense for you. So you might have a category, I mentioned sleep, that could be one. You might have a category that's leisure time, work time. Maybe you commute to the office, so transportation time might be part of that. Whatever works for you, every time log is definitely going to be different, but this is going to help you see where your time really is going. And I would advise that if spending time with loved ones is important, you might put different categories on that personal time. So for example, for me, I love being a wife a mom, but I also love being a wonderful sister, a wonderful daughter. I love spending time with my girlfriends. For me, personal time with the girls and a girls' night out gives me the kind of circle of support that I really believe blesses my life. So as much as I love being a mom and a wife, I definitely also want to be there for my family. But I know personally, I'm going to be able to bring my A-game to the office and to my personal life if I have time with my girls. So I need to know if I'm a really good friend. Do I say I'm a great friend, but then when I look at my time log, I realize I'm not spending time with hardly any of them? Or do I say I'm a great wife and I value date night, but it's been months since we've done that? Or do I say I'm a great sister or mom and then I realize that all the activities we're doing involve maybe too much TV time. Now, I love my Netflix shows. You've heard me say <laughs> that I love a great Netflix binge and all those streaming services, Hulu and the like. And I definitely do. But I want to make sure that I'm also spending other leisure time. You know, I want to do a game night with my family. I love that. I want to make sure I'm reading enough books, whether it's an audible version of the book, but I also want an old-fashioned copy of the book, and I've really slacked off on that. So time logs are so important, myself included, to really make sure that you're living your life with that passion and purpose that you always hear me talking about. This can help you do it. All right, let's move on to tip number three. So tip number three is called Analyze Time Wasters. That's right, ladies. Now that we've written all this out, we've tracked it for about a week or two, let's start looking at the results. So for example, let's review those activities and let's see not only where your time goes, but where are you wasting time on things that just are not important to you? 
And you guys, this is going to change over time, right? For example, my husband and I are now empty nesters, but when our daughters were living at home, our time looked very different. So again, your time is fluid and it will change. So this is a snapshot on where you are right now at this stage in your life. So take a look at it. Make sure that you're spending time on things that really matter to you. And if you're starting to see that because, let's say, you're not great at saying no, (laughs) have you heard about that, right? That no is a complete sentence. I say that all the time. Maybe you're really not good at setting those healthy boundaries and you're overcommitting yourself. So then you realize that somebody else's agenda has now become yours and you're not spending the time on the things that matter most. And since we know we're not getting that time back, can you see how important it is for you to stop the time wasters right now, cut back or eliminate those activities that are draining you? Because that's exactly what they're doing if you don't realize it. If these are activities that really are time wasters, then they're not contributing to your life. They're increasing the stress in your life. They're decreasing the fulfillment because you're not getting to the things that you know matter most and really bring you joy. Today, that's going to stop, right, ladies? You're going to analyze your time log. You've put those activities in those categories that mean something to you, right? Now that you've looked at those time wasters, we're ready for the next tip. Let's move on to tip number four. Because now we're going to set priorities and we're going to set goals. Are you with me? Here we go. So the first thing I want you to do is to set short-term and long-term goals. I help my clients with goal setting all the time. It's what I do best. I love it. I love setting goals. I love creating a cheat sheet. I love helping people achieve them because you guys... Again, time is so precious, right? We've said that all throughout today's episode. And the last thing I want to happen to you is for you to set a goal and get so frustrated that you never seem to accomplish it. So I show my clients the strategies on how to get there and ways to kind of make that easier. But regardless as to whether you actually ever use your own career and business or life coach, You want to set goals for your work life and your personal life. Now, with your priorities in mind, now what do you do? Here's the secret. You're going to adjust your schedule so that you have more time for those activities that you've just discovered are important to you because now you've eliminated those time wasters or you've reduced them greatly. And because you have now set these priorities and goals, and you've triple checked to make sure that everything is in alignment, guess what? That's going to drive you closer to actually achieving them. And what a wonderful sense of accomplishment you're now going to have as a result. Last but not least, tip number five is I want you to create a time management master plan. So you guys know I'm a huge fan of a big calendar. If you've watched previous episodes, I've given you tours of my office and you know I not only love a daily to-do list, and I have customized ones that you can check out on the website. Head over there if you want more information about that. But you guys, I also have two different dry eraser boards that, again, you might have seen if you watch our YouTube channel. One of them is a monthly one where I set my goals for the month, but then I also have a one-year, 12-month dry eraser 
calendar that's so big it takes up one whole wall in my office, but I love it. I love visually seeing exactly all of my goals and what I want to accomplish for the upcoming year. So make sure at the very least that you have a daily, weekly, and monthly schedule that's going to reflect your priorities. Now, if you're not used to doing this, just start with the daily, but I would tie it back to the week because here's something I want you to think about. I've got episodes on my YouTube channel, I mentioned that before, that really remind you that you've got a lot more time than you realize. And part of the reason that many of us don't think we have enough time is we're always thinking of just the daily time. If you literally only think about 24 hours in a day, it's kind of depressing. It really is, okay? <laughs> I talk about that in those episodes because if you think of 24 hours and then you take the time away that all of us should be getting for sleep, then you take the time away from that in addition to sleep. You take those work hours away. Well, when you add that up and then subtract it from 24 hours, it doesn't feel like you have much time left for everything else, right? Preparing meals or picking up, you know, takeout, picking up the children from school, running errands. I mean, that doesn't even count time for self-care, exercise, or even showering. I mean, getting down to the nitty gritty, it just doesn't seem like you have much time left. But if you do the math and you realize that we all have 168 hours per week, when you eliminate the time for sleep and work, most of us have 72 hours each and every week for everything else. Oh my gosh, when you think of 72 hours, you can definitely create a master time management plan because then you see, oh my gosh, I've got time to take a yoga class. I have time to take a cooking class, to read that book that I'm dying to read. All those things can be included in your master plan only if again, you really treat time like the commodity it is, set those healthy boundaries so that you're really prioritizing that time. And then once you've developed that daily and weekly schedule in your master plan, you're going to allocate specific blocks of time for those activities, right, that we know we need to do. You're going to stick to that as closely as possible. Remember our episodes on being a perfectionist. Don't beat yourself up, okay, if you don't accomplish it. That's why I love a to-do list because a to-do list never really ends. We're going to plan our day and we're going to cross those items off our to-do list, whether it's on our phone, whether it's a physical copy. I love a physical copy because I love a red marker and I can check those off and I can visually see, hey, I got more done with my day than I realized. So that's something that works for me and oftentimes for my clients. But whatever you choose to do, it could be an app on your phone. You know, just like calendars and to-do lists, there are actually time management apps. Do you know this? Yeah, I love a great app, okay? <laughs> so you find what works for you. It's going to help you stay on track. It's going to help you stay organized. And more importantly, you're going to be so proud of yourself that you're not letting time slip through your fingers and that you're one of the few people out there that can actually answer the question, where does my time go? I know where it goes and I can show you exactly what I'm doing with it. You do that, you guys, and you're not going to be spending your time. You're going to be investing it in yourself 
and in your future. And in the meantime, don't forget our motto here at Dr. Dawn Shop Talk, and it's this. If you're not having a fantastic day, you've got the power to make it one. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action but don't know where to start, just head over to drdonshoptalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Dawn Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.